Get in the Geek, 24 Rewatch, we are back, episode 2, my name is Mitch, joining me once again, as he did last week, Agent Ben Clayton. Agent, have I been upgraded? You've been promoted to Agent. I don't know man, there's a lot of pressure with being an Agent. Co-host to Agents, this is our 24 Rewatch podcast, that sounds like a boring title, and it's not because we're boring people, it's because we're maybe lazy or uncreative, at least on my part. We haven't got an official name for this podcast. It doesn't need a name. It doesn't need one, but I kind of want to give it one. You All know, right, well, and and I'm opening up to anyone that listens. We had a lot of people listening last week, so they enjoyed 24 because it's the 20th anniversary, right? That's why we're doing this podcast, and it isn't just a uh, a, a, a standard podcast. I get that's going to have all the bells and whistles on it, Ben. This one, as is 24, it's in real time. Now you might not believe us, but the idea of this podcast is once we hit record, this goes for 24 minutes, and we don't stop. We don't fix anything up. No the mistakes way. are included. Included. So if, for, a te- if I if I get a Teams call, it's going to be in here. If oh, someone it, walks in the door, it's happening too. I actually like that. I didn't consider that last week because yeah. we got we got away pretty smoothly last week. We hit record. We you know didn't make mistakes uh, as far as having to go back and correct any uh, you know little hiccups along the way. Our content might not have been all that riveting, but you know. Uh, but we, we didn't edit it. We didn't. We edit were true, it. and we we uploaded it almost immediately. So we are back. We are talking. And if you do have a uh, a suggestion for for a title, you know, I don't know whether it's twenty four in twenty four TikTok a twenty four podcast. You know, not TikTok. It's sort of TikTok. Yeah, no, TikTok sounds like the social media. That's confusing. You got to really emphasize. Also, Oh, it might talk. get more people to click on it because they might think, think... I yeah. did think about that. See, TikTok would be T-I-C-K-T-O-C-K rather than T-I-K-T-O-K. Yeah. And it's, you know, I'm okay. just saying letters at this point. Yeah. And we should really move on to the show. It, it, I mean, click. I'm all up for clickbait. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not It's not below you. <laughs> Absolutely not. So um, speaking of getting people who listen involved, I tried to look... And I promise I'll swing back around to the point in a moment. <laughs> I tried to look whether this uh, our question from last week was, was it shot on film, was it oh, shot yeah. on video, or early digital based on the grain? Yeah, I mean, we don't need to um, say where you were doing the research, but just no. I was listen. on the toilet. Okay, just no, listen. Well, you walked in. Yeah, I know, I walked in. And, okay, there's a little bit of an insight, but where we work, there are three cubicles, and there is a cubicle that I will say that only Ben uses. So My if cubicle. I walk in to uh, just to use the urinal or otherwise, uh, and that door to that cubicle is closed, I let out a big, oh, yeah. And, uh, it look, it's a gamble. I'm not going to lie. It's a real risk when someone's potentially on there taking a shit. And I just utter the words, oh, yeah, it's going to come off foul. But then I get a little bit of a, oh, yeah, coming back from the cubicle, and it's Ben. And then apropos nothing, you go, so, yeah, film, or whatever you, you go on about as you're going to reveal. So I just want to do, do something on a bit of an insight about uh, where you're doing your research. I'm committed to the show, mm. unlike your microphone right now. And this is another oh. reason why this is real. Where did Mi- that go? Mitch's microphone <laughs> needs... Needs a, a pill of some description or uh, some, something. But, yeah, man, it is it is falling away. Did you it, touch it when you walked in? I didn't think I did, but no, maybe you I have. did. You definitely oh, have. Okay. This is a great podcast. What I need <laughs> oh, you to, I'm louder. Yeah. Here I was about to gesture you to turn my headphones up, but it's because my microphone Yeah, you're still not talking away. into it. You still no. need to go further. Okay, look, I'm going to stand you, up and hold it. How about that? And you're... yeah, No, 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 that's no, fine. No. Just you, get your muscles into it. Just really... I don't want to hurt I, your equipment, mate. No, mate. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> when I get my hands on you. Nah, get both thumbs on. This. Really just push, man. Come on. You're a big... He, I mean, if those haven't seen Mitch, he's a, he's a man's man. And I'm her suit. Oh, listen to you now. Oh. 
There's feel the, the timbre we need. Feel the bass. Okay. So, getting back to the point, <laughs> we really went off topic there. Yeah. Um, so, during my research, done at a uh, very professional moment in time, I couldn't find on the internet a clear... Uh, a, cl- a clear answer as to whether it was on um, digital film. Someone said it might have been an early red camera. Um, others oh, said it was yeah. on film, and it was the the film look was at the grainy look was added for effect. But then I found a lot of uh, comments, and they were mainly to do with um, season two, and people were just all up in arms about how grainy season two was. And oh, like, really? And I'm like, well, geez, I'm in for a treat then. Because if I'm complaining episode one and two, what is season two going to be all like? So, yeah, well, see, I didn't really notice it uh, watching episode one before we did the podcast. And I don't even think that I was thinking about it watching episode two. And that just made it all the clearer. Like, it was it was pretty thick and heavy on that grain. And so, so you I'd, did notice it watching yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I know that, okay, we're dealing with, according to the timeline of the uh, of the story, you know, 1 to 2 a.m. in the morning. Not a lot of natural light around. And if they're going for realism, you know, like uh, the, uh, the Battle of Winterfell, Game of Thrones style, well, it's dark, so you can't actually see anything. And that's what we wanted to bring the viewer. Bullshit. We want to see stuff. We're a viewer. We're watching a fictional story. Give us something. Yeah, but there's black is black. Yes. I mean, if you walk, if you close your eyes in the dark, you're not going to see grain. No. I mean, what? <laughs> oh, aren't you? Do I need to go to the... You probably yep. should get that looked at. Okay. But uh, I don't know. Unless you're sort of going for the look of this particular scene was shot from the point of view of a, uh, like a CCTV camera, then mm. fair enough. I mean, I get that. That's stylistically correct, but... As for the rest of it, it's just annoying. Anyway, so if anybody has the answer to that, um, please feel free to uh, let us know. Yeah, please do. Uh, get into geek on the socials or uh, get into geek at gmail.com if you want to uh, send it to us on there. Now, if it does sound like we're rushing, one thing we didn't say uh, at the top, just to sort of reset uh, as a previously on 24 would, we should have probably done that, like a little previously on the 24 podcast. We've only had one episode, so previously we would have covered like 10% of our content. The idea is we only go for 24 minutes and then we are getting cut off by the end credits music. We want this to be a 24 podcast in 24 minutes. And we've already wasted seven. Oh, my so God. So should we talk about the opening of this episode? <laughs> episode two, uh, the parachute. She's coming down. She's blown up the plane and she lands in the, the desert somewhere and gets picked up. Yeah. And, you know, we don't want to get a, a too pedantic about how long things take, but that's the concept and the premise of the show, right? Now, she, I remembered from watching this 20 years ago that Mandy, her name is, I think, in the show, the uh, the woman, that she, uh, the, the plane exploded, she jumped out uh, prior to that, and that was the, they, that was the final seconds of uh, of episode one. It wasn't. Rewatching episode one last week, it was with like two or three minutes to go. And then this, I want to say we pick up three or four minutes in. I guess it's probably a bit right for, for skydiving. I'm just trying to think. Like, I feel like if you... I don't think that... skydiving comes. I mean, you watch skydiving on... I've been I've been skydiving. Have you? Maybe I'm remembering it being a lot quicker than what it really was. Well, but, that's uh... what I was about to say, that you watch it on YouTube and it seems to go for an hour. Yeah. Oh, a lot of BS. It's no. over. It is done. You yeah. You fall out of the sky quite quickly. It's like an Amazon space flight. You just... 11 minutes? How? Well, it is. Uh, yeah, I uh, th- that story definitely got moving a bit. Mandy getting picked up by some bloke, and then she 
very, that was very convoluted. Yeah. She seemed, yeah, she seemed to have been hired by somebody, obviously, to steal this ID from the German bloke, German photographer on the plane yep. to uh, take to whatever group has hired her. She lands in the middle of the desert. She's waiting for pickup. She buries the ID, gets picked up by this guy who says, do you have the ID? She says, yes, I got it. They drive off. Immediately a motorbike shows up. Who's obviously her accomplice. Got a little transponder ready, picks yeah. up the ID, only to arrive at the place of the group of people that Mandy's working for with the ID anyway. Was it to check the money? I, but wouldn't I guess you take it had the, the money? That's the only thing it could have been, was to check the money. But if you if these people are sinister enough... they just kill you. There, flicking through every note of what seemingly a couple of hundred thousand at least, if not millions it's of dollars. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, you blow up a plane, you'd want millions. I'm like, okay, good. So the person comes up, she's like, well... Don't you know, mate? Don't take that money off me, or otherwise we're not going to give you that transponder, uh, the ID. Okay, bang, bang, both are dead. We keep our money. We keep. I know the- it seemed completely yeah. convoluted and pointless. Yeah. And then she seemed to get angry at the girl, her her helper, the girl yes. on the motorbike. She got angry at her for not. It was just real weird. Mm. Anyway, there might be that might get explained at some point in the future. I'm not really sure, but I did think to myself that is. Why am I confused watching this? There's far more other bigger things in the story to be confused about than that little interaction. Two other storylines. I guess there's probably a few more other threads going on, but the main one obviously being Jack and the other one being his daughter Kim. Mm. The Kim story went nowhere. It's her and her friend Janet in, in the van. Remember, they ended episode one in the van. They ended episode two getting out of the van. Now... It's an hour of storytelling. So they were somewhere in the middle of LA and they drove for an hour away. So they are at least an hour away from help at this point. LA's a big place. It is a big place. I'm not saying they couldn't. (laughs) Traffic's a bitch. But like. Maybe not at one in the morning, but. Yeah. Every time we cut back to them, they're just in the van again and nothing seemingly happening. Now, not to say that there isn't any threat there at the end because that guy comes up and like beats her friend hanging out of the window vomiting with like a what a crowbar or some shit breaks her arm unless Kim tells her mum that she's fine and she'll see her later so um, yeah not a lot going on there but then the Jack stuff there just seemed to be plenty going on the the boss Walsh he's meeting up with a contact in an abandoned building of course because that's where you meet in the cover of, of darkness when potentially everybody you know is a threat and he's dead yes he dies. No wonder I couldn't remember him because I like that. He's one of those, that actor. He's in everything, that bloke. I thought he was going to be in this for many... I I actually thought, oh, that's right, he's in this. He might be in this for seasons because I genuinely have forgotten what happens in this show. Yeah, for the most part. Well, no, he's gone. And I'm going to say that he's not going to come back from that. Like, he's not going to, you know, double... No, no, he's done. There's there's not a lot of return from the deads, really. Although, (laughs) although... That does segue into what we talked about last week, yeah. and maybe you were holding this back from me and you knew all along, and well done if you did, sir. But I was saying the guy on the plane, mm. I remembered him as being the bad guy. Oh, no, and, I didn't remember that. And we're like, oh, hang on, no, he's dead. And then she's like, when they meet up, oh, you look exactly like him. How did they do it? I'm like, it's the same actor. It is the same guy. He is the bad guy. I know. And I was trying to look uh, at whether or not it was the same, because obviously you would assume it is the same actor and they've just made him look a little bit different. Of course it's the same actor. Yeah. Has but to I, be. But I couldn't remember. like that. He was a little bit in darkness too. And I'm like, well, is it like a twin brother situation or is it just two actors that look enough alike that I don't know what the go was. But now that I'm looking actually on IMDb, he is credited as in episode two as 
as a different character, so um, not the photographer. Well but done on uh, on looking that up too, Mitch. You live. won't have people um, well, screaming at the comments. That's right. Like we did last time. With the, the other one, just like, look it up. Names that started to mean something to me, even though I don't really know why. I, I, I heard it, na- I, I believe, dropped in episode one, maybe by the two guys that stole Kim and, uh, and her friend in the van. But then in this episode, we get we they keep talking about this guy Gaines. Well, Gaines. He's, yeah, he's the guy that the two he's the, kidnapped like, Kim. Right. Uh, they don't care about the friend, right? No, they don't care about the friend. But they're doing it for Gaines. Gaines is the boss. Is yeah, that right? who I assume, I think, did they actually name him in this as the, the blonde guy who Mandy, the chick in the parachute from the plane, is working for yeah. that she so, goes and meets at the cabin? So this is to get Jack off course. Somehow they knew Jack would be involved in this. Uh, well, I don't. I don't know. I think based on what we've learnt so far, like yeah, you don't remember a lot about what happens in season one, but you obviously remember enough. And it, obviously, it's Jack Bauer. It's it's starting to look a little bit personal rather than just him being diehard style, the wrong play or the right guy in the wrong place at the wrong time sort of thing. So um, I don't know whether after two episodes we we get much of a personal connection yet, other than the the Kim side of it. Um, but that could also just be something completely random, I think, maybe at this point. I don't know. Now, on the friend side, we, we joked last week that the dad, Alan York, I think his name is, that's hanging around with um, Mrs. Bauer, uh, who I'm flanking on at the moment. I've got IMDb in front of me. Uh, we like, is he sus? Is he bad? Is he, after especially this episode, is he the real father of, of that girl? Who? The one that... The wife's hanging around with. What's the wife's name? Hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who's the who's he the real Terry. father of? Of the girl, the other girl, Kim and her friend Janet. Oh, you don't think he's the real father? I'm oh, start, you see, think maybe I he's, can't remember. So and he's I'm, working for Gaines. Maybe I'm I'm talking here as a first. Anyone that's listening to us that has never watched Twenty Four and thought, you know what, Twenty Year Anniversary, these idiots are talking about it. I'm with you. I'm starting to oh, question. So when he answers everybody. The, so when he answered the phone in the study. We pan the camera down to the floor and the real father's dead on the floor. Maybe. Yeah. That's okay. Some, something. We're rewriting a show and that's 20 years old. Too much of a backstory about what he's, his wife leaving him in the door, like, you know, for a lot yeah. of sympathy. Same See, I even the- thought, does he and Terry in later seasons, do they end up together? Because Jack and... I don't even know. I'm thinking, oh, so Jack, they're going to finally break up for good and yeah. she's going to end up with him because mm. he's got a famous face and I remember him from something and it might be this. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what, a tad bit of uh, trivia that I found out during the week. Uh, he could have been around for seasons, that guy, because he, the guy who plays Alan, the father of that friend, was initially cast as Jack Bauer. You're kidding. And only when Kiefer Sutherland, who might have been their first choice, but said no or whatever, because I'm assuming even at the time, Kiefer's obviously got a few more credits, notably uh, notable credits to his name than whatever that actor's name. would have to look it up in front of me. Uh, maybe it was taking too long or it initially said no and they well, we've got to cast somebody and then somehow Kiefer's come back on board. And I kind of feel sorry for that other bloke now. Like, he was setting himself up to be the lead of this action TV series, and who knows whether it would have went on and did the wonderful things that it did if Kiefer Sutherland wasn't the lead. I'm going to say not. Probably not, but it would have maybe got at least a second season, if not a third. This guy, it could have made him a star. Maybe it would have been a better show, a longer-lasting show. But uh, what a way to go from playing Jack to, oh, that that, uh, father that... um, Anyway, he will be gone in a couple of episodes, I exactly. guess. You know, that's huge. So so Richard, the boss, he gets killed. Yep. Uh, he's dead. He hands Jack the card. 
And then he goes to the car and out of the dash pops a card reader. Yep. And the chick's like, yeah, just switch it to, to, to magnetic or whatever. And I'm yep. like... Shit, I don't think they could do that today. I mean, I, you know, right? That's right. Because when she's, you'll just need to do this. And I'm like, oh, wow. So when he gets back, he's going to have to do that? I'd forgotten about the dash thing. And because of the um, like the, the bit, you know, sort of graphic that they use when it comes up, like, yeah. you know, magnetic and digital, whatever, it just looks so ancient that I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't believe a, ca- a computer that looks like that has the capability to transmit something via the internet All I you. keep saying is they put a man on the moon. Yeah. I just don't yeah, yeah, you're right. It's yeah. a good answer to everything. They put a man on the moon. But in just saying believe that, it. on the weekend I was watching Casino Royale because I'm getting excited about No Time to Die finally coming out. And Casino Royale, mind you, five years after season one of 24. And in that, I know it's Bond and I know it's all fantastical technology, but still they made it believable that James Bond not only had a defibrillator or whatever it's pronounced uh, machine in his in his car was that he also had some kind of tech that he could do a quick blood test it would shoot back the results back to MI6 and then shoot back you know more yeah. information on how to fix him that was all great because it was an Aston Martin and it was Bond as soon as it's 24 and it's only 5 years earlier all of a sudden it's like it just doesn't look it doesn't sit well it doesn't look like it's aged well that it's believable but that's because Bond has always been ridiculous oh, I know I know that but yeah. Yeah. That almost seemed too uh, low-key for Bond. I'm like, wow, so his special gadget in his Aston Martin is a defib machine. Yeah, Two movies ago, he had rocket launches. He could turn his car invisible in the movie before this. And it's pretty unique, too. I mean, a defib... I mean, how much stuff can you store into a car? I mean, that's just a just-in-case. Yeah. How many times are you going to use that? Well, the, the thing about Bond... Once every love, 10 years? Yeah, exactly. I love Bond. I love Bond. It is my franchise, but... Whenever he gets gadgets, it only ever seems to be gadgets that he will definitely need in the film to follow. He never gets given a gadget at the start of the film that he never uses. Now, I know what would be the point of that in the story, but it's like, oh, that's very convenient for the job that ends up happening. Whereas 24, I feel like, I don't know, that's an information. It's a card reader or it's a digital reader. That does seem like something they might need more often than not. Now, does the girl at back at CTU, does she say... Uh, Jack, do you use this for your eyes only or something so she doesn't actually see yeah, it? Or does she that. see the information as well? Yeah, do you need... I forget the actual words, um, but it was, yeah, it was like... Yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. Because then when Nina walks past, she kind of gives Nina the side eye. Mm. I'm like, wait a minute, didn't... Do you know or you yeah. don't know? So well, It wasn't enough of a side eye to for me that she knew it was Nina that was in the results. It was more so that Nina was just somebody looking... At potentially something she had on her computer when she was doing secretive work. So, um, and Anita, I didn't expect that to be the name. I thought that, I don't know, maybe that's how we get introduced to some other character that's been involved or that it's um, Tony because Tony in this episode is looking really sus. He's looking sus, but is he? he's with Nina, right? Because he says to, when we're outside of here... Like I'm the boss, or well, something. Well, I think they're on a dip. They're on a similar level. Like obviously Jack is their boss. I would almost say Nina's two IC and Tony's even lower. But yeah, yeah, he, yeah. The way he talks to her is like, yeah, outside of these walls, I can talk to you completely differently. I can ask you different questions, and we can have at it basically. So, yeah, it's almost like it's too obvious that it's not him. Like it's so obvious that it is him that it can't be. That at this, I point. think it could be both of them. Yeah, because it seems like when he said we're out of here. It's a different story to in here. I don't have to... Like, it's almost as if he was saying he calls the shots. Mm, yeah, which made yep. me think, well, if they were lovers, you wouldn't expect him to say that. 
like I'm the boss at home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of how it sounded. But yeah. I'm like, well, hang on a minute. Maybe he's the boss of the bad side of it. Yeah, Maybe. but Nina was already like had a higher level within the CTU. Exactly. When well, they infiltrated yeah. it sort of thing, yeah. So, yeah, that's a bit convoluted. But one of the things we got introduced to was Aaron Pierce popped up. Oh, the uh, bodyguard, the Secret the, Service guy. Yeah. I love that guy. Well, uh, Morshow, Glenn. Aaron say Glenn. Pierce. Hang on, let me look up his name properly. Glenn Morshow, I believe, is the uh, the actor's name. He's another uh, one of the, those actors. Yeah, he, he's and, in quite a lot. But he's. I look at him, and it might be exclusively because of 24. I look at him, I trust him immediately. He's the guy. He is the guy. He's the one if you trust. Honestly, if it's not, I want to say, if it's not Jack in 24... It's this guy. Like he yeah. is he's the fucking man. I love him. I hope we can not edit we can't edit that out, you know. Or was that your edit? You It's kind edit. of an edit, but yeah. I also don't You're care. Not editing this. I'm almost doing the for okay. effect. Okay. I don't even care if that word is in this podcast. Uh, fair but enough. we're trying to keep it clean. So Palmer has gone AWOL. Where's he gone? I don't, don't know. know. I do not Any... remember this. From, no, from watching it twenty years ago. So he's headed off because someone said something and we need to sort it out tonight. Yeah. I just yeah. So something's going on there, and yeah, because he isn't even really aware. Other than like a, an early call in, in episode one, it's like, oh, there's a threat. You know, it's like, well, I'm almost in danger because I'm a presidential candidate. Whereas um, when Pierce showed up, Palmer was gone, so he's not aware of the elevated threat against him and his people. But I do not remember this because because Palmer, in my memory, is such a clean cut guy. In this show, like I know they talk about his history, and maybe he's made some shady decisions that all politicians might have to play into at some point. But um, yeah, the idea that he would leave at two p two a.m. in the middle of the night to go mm. and meet with some contact that us as an audience don't know about, I'm getting <laughs> sus on him. Even though I know that I shouldn't, I'm getting sus on all of them. Honestly, <laughs> I, I'm watching this show at night, and I'm not going to lie, I'm not falling asleep in it because it's boring, but I'm falling asleep because I'm just tired. I'm just wrecked, and then. I'm, I'm watching them. Hang on a minute. It's 2 o'clock in the morning and people are coming home. They're just getting a cup bite to eat. Oh, I might just go, have, go to sleep. You're damn right you're going to sleep. <laughs> it's 2 o'clock in the morning. What are you doing? And it's not as if they've been out drinking or anything like that. They're just up. Yeah. Who's yeah. just Everyone's up? Everyone's up a little bit too much. Even even Jack playing chess or whatever he was with Kim at the start of episode one. I'm like, no. I know that she's... And he told her to go to bed. He's like, but she's 15. I'm like, why is everyone so up and alert at that time? You're right. Like, I, Americans seem to work differently than us because I don't know whether their hours are differently in the day so that, you know, it's almost like a whatever daylight saving type effect that the sun goes down later so they go to bed later, but... Was it Schwarzenegger? Maybe they just sleep less. Is that what his motivational thing was? Probably. Sleep less. Yeah. Maybe Bit of Einstein just, going on, having, having little naps. Especially when we know that Jack, he's got a pretty big day coming up, right? Well, he's got to kill a lot of people. And that <laughs> that brings me to my, oh, uh, probably my count. last... Oh, Oh, you didn't count! No. Oh, dude, come on! I was counting the dammits and the son of a bitches, and I don't think we got any. Not yet. Uh, yeah, I don't think I got any of those, but I... Do you want to... Well, yes. I, I counted. No, I need a tally, a running would, tally. Would you like it to have a have a guess? Uh, four. I'm going to go with four. Four? Yeah, I forget how many people were in it, to be totally honest. Okay, we just got the wrap-up, actually, the wrap-up music, and someone's actually just walked in. So <laughs> it's definitely the wrap-up time for this podcast. So you're going to say four? Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Three, four. It was two. What? There was only two. So Did old mate two, kill the other people? There was only ever two shooters. Remember, he goes... Oh, that Walsh took... Okay. He goes, I've got two. There's only two there. All right. More deaths next week two. then. 
<laughs> if you disagree, let us know. Get into geek.